0: It's time for uh, Make Us a Mixtape. My name is Paul Farbar. I'm Marty DeRosa. We've had a lot of lot of uh, positive feedback on the podcast so far. What do you think so far, Marty? Uh, love hearing from the listeners. Yes. Love
1: hearing that I'm right.
0: You are getting a lot of rights. Love
1: hearing that Paul's wrong sometimes. I am getting uh, a lot of wrongs. Love that people believe... Uh, in uh, Dicky Barrett of the Mighty Mighty Bosstones, <laughs> that if you can't do it live, you shouldn't do it on an album.
0: That's been the quote, and uh, the bangers yes. is, is catching on. I heard people hashtagging baker- bangers, yes. and
1: we love hearing uh, other maniacs who wrote or who made uh, breakup mixtapes for people on the <laughs> way out the door. Such a big deal.
0: It's crazy. Uh, if you if you want to subscribe to us Please do so now Even if you don't want to Just do it for us it's, It takes two seconds And uh, if you want to give us What you think would be a good uh, mixtape Send it to us at PaulMartyMix at gmail.com And uh, review, subscribe Tell your friends Tell your enemies I don't know Keep on listening to music And check out our sponsors Or sponsor
1: So write me a letter And tell me where you are How to get there
2: And I'll but it takes
0: to take me some song. It's time for make us a mixtape. I'm Marty De Rosa. I'm Paul Farvar.
1: And we love music. Yeah. And we love when you come on our show and make us a mixtape. <laughs> this
0: one is uh, an interesting one. We had uh, a comedian friend of ours, Blake Burkhardt. Hey Blake. Hey. Uh what to, what what was the I think you told us off the air here what the basis was for this uh this group of five songs? That um, the most
2: I know it's kind of all over the place. I think these are just the five. <laughs> Oh, you think it's all over the place? <laughs> I we thought you were fucking with us. I could have gone even like crazier, because I like all all genre. I, everyone says that, but I really like all genres of music and listen to them all sort of like in one day, I'll listen to country and rap. Sure. And, That's you know, the new, new world wave. we live in. That's yeah. the world we live in. Yeah, and I've always I've always been the way I love it, but um, these are the five songs I, I think I listen to the most.
0: In your, I, so this at one point in time, these five songs were the most played in your. Uh...
2: I mean, like right now too. Any honorable <laughs> mentions that didn't quite make the cut? I yeah. almost feel
0: like we could start playing it. I'm glad you asked was... that
2: because uh, uh cowboy song by Thin Lizzy was really hard. Oh, to okay. Cut. I love that song. Okay, very cool. And that that one like you know pumps me up.
0: So okay. these are the most played songs, and and honestly. I'm playing it in the background because Listen, this is like an intro
1: it, song. It, to is it. this is this first song like your alarm clock or something <laughs> on your phone? Is this, this the is alarm? This is your first
0: song. It's Crockett's theme from Jan, is it Jan Hammer? Or yeah, Jan, well,
1: Jan Hammer, I Jan assume. Jan Hammer. Yeah. From the Miami Vice soundtrack. <laughs> not even the
0: Miami Vice theme song, yeah, which I would be even, like,
1: okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. No, what I it, don't what, even like the Miami Vice theme song. This much. is the
0: song you picked. <laughs> it's, what yeah. an instrumental. Yeah. Why, why this song?
2: I just, I think it's beautiful. I love it. Okay. And you know what's funny is I've never seen a single episode of Miami Vice <laughs> okay. or okay. the movie Miami Vice, sure, sure. and I don't know
1: any other songs okay. on the soundtrack of than Well, this so what, and I'm not trying to be like, here's why you like this or whatever, <laughs> Yeah. but you're you're into that like chill wave kind of. A little vaporwave-y. bit, and I think that's like the
2: best example of just like a really cool instrumental and I keep, yeah. I don't know if you guys listen to the whole thing, but yeah, yeah. like the guitars oh, yeah. come yeah. in later, it's just a cool song. And I like it as like it's just like the perfect like background noise. Like if I'm it like is, uh, it is
1: background noise.
2: If I'm getting ready for a show or on the way to show, and I'm like, what do I want to listen to? It's like if I can't think of something right away, I'll just put this on. as, like I great. just picture like you waking cleanser. up, like stretching out, like yeah, ugh, I'm like yeah, ugh, getting the sleep out of your eyes. I don't even know which one is Crockett. Like I really have never seen the show. Don Johnson, I just know the that white this guy's is Crockett. Oh, okay. okay. The black guy's Tubbs. Okay, that but what, uh, works out.
0: But like it's a, <laughs> it's just like a, it's got a dark undertone, doesn't it?
1: I mean, it's the opening, it, not opening I credits, but it's, it's definitely like a, uh, he's driving around, he's probably thinking about how, like you know, they like shot that girl up, yeah. I was dating, I gotta get these bad Yeah, it guys. feels
0: like someone died or someone's doing drugs.
1: I think I saw, I think I, I had heard the
2: song plenty of times, like just, you know, on random shit, but then uh, it was in an episode of Eastbound and Down. Like in a second season, and Don or Johnson, like that. who was on that show in the third season. Oh, yeah. that's right. He's that's my dad. Okay, I never made that connection, but I remember being like, "Oh yeah, that's that cool song from Miami Vice." Uh, How did yeah.
0: you know about the song if you never watched Miami Vice?
2: I think I just recognized that. I, you know, the Miami Vice theme you hear all over the place, and like my dad watched Miami Vice, so I probably just recognized it from
1: background of the TV.
2: <laughs> this but is I, like
1: the kind of songs like my my girlfriend and I uh we watch like. uh videos about like dead malls and stuff and like they always play like vaporwave in the background and these are the kind of songs they play dead malls yeah dead malls malls? yeah like or dying malls where like it's about to go out of business and people go there and record everything (laughs) it's so fun (laughs) yeah it's on youtube it's my favorite category on youtube (laughs) dead malls the dead mall series um but yeah so this is the kind of music they play in the background uh when's the last time you made a mixtape for somebody be it a Uh, playlist or you know it's
2: been a while i mean I feel like nowadays everyone has Spotify, so they're making their own. So it's yeah. almost like.
0: You Did know. you ever make it for somebody else? Did you ever used to make mixtapes for people or playlists?
2: Yeah, I definitely used to make mix CDs for people in like
0: what was the basis college. I to just thought the I ladies?
2: had, yeah. I just thought I had like. Uh, I was in a like modest mouse and like Ugh. like just <laughs> I, thought, uh,
0: modest mouse. I don't like them. It Why was not?
2: sort of before they like. You know, Got it. enormous.
1: But um, I he was just them. an A
0: and R guy who like created. They're around this forever. Who's around forever? Friday I understand, but he all he did was like he's worked at the A and R company. He's like, this is what's popular. You're talking about Isaac Brock? Yeah, the yeah. dude from Honest Mouse. And yeah. he's just like, I'm just gonna make. I'm oh. gonna create what's wanted. He has no passion for his stuff. He just wanted to make it big. Wow. But then again, this guy, is all news to sure. me. That's yeah. why we started this podcast. Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. So it was around the Modest Mouth I time. I think
2: I was in. I was in, uh, like my friends were older than me mostly because I had older sisters and like they were into like cool music that like people my age didn't really know about. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, "This is this like is what, what makes kind of me music? Cool, like Modest mouth, like, before they're big, yeah. uh, Built to Spill, like oh, yeah. Walkman, yeah. Well, the it was Walkman, like, yeah. It was like indie bands like right before they blew up and then like." They all got huge. So like a little chill, a little chiller music. What were people listening to around bit.
0: you that that weren't that you were like you know, like oh.
2: Lil John was really big and ch- oh okay. <laughs> just like the the popular rap music. I love rap music, but the popular rap music at that time, like the end of high school, beginning of college for me was like terrible.
1: You're an old soul.
2: Yeah, it was just bad. Like rap music got really really bad. So I was like, this, you weren't feeling this is Nelly. <laughs> no, nah, nah, <nah>, not really. <laughs> In LA. And that, I'm trying to in remember, the like, suburbs
0: of Chicago, you're like, ah, I'm gonna be a bad boy.
2: The bands that were big were like Coldplay and stuff, who I, like, I think are fine. But it was like, I don't know. I felt like I kind of like had uh, my finger on the pulse. Is that the saying? Yeah, sure. That's sure You're ahead of the curve. You yeah. want it
0: to be like the cool kid. Yeah, know? yeah. So when cool I would make
2: a kid. mix CD for like a lady or someone I just met, they would it would be like I'd be introducing music yeah. to them. So I did that a lot of that. Yeah.
0: Not with the Crockett's theme, however.
2: I was like, check out this uh, instrumental <laughs> yeah. from 1986. Yeah. That
0: would be like, um, I liked all of them, but that one, um, that just God Hammer song,
1: uh,
2: I'm not so sure about that one. Crockett's theme is probably the song <laughs> that I discovered last
0: out of these mm-hmm. five. But... The best is just like I picture that girl being like, I really liked him, but then he gave me the CD. It was like, I think he's into Miami yeah. Vice. He's trying to tell me something. <laughs>
2: No? European synthesizer.
0: <laughs> so, does this next song, I guess, uh, th- this is a, a, one of my favorite songs of all time. Does this fall into that category of like you trying to be ahead of the curve? Mazzy Star fade into you?
2: Um, Yeah, probably. I'm sure I put this on
1: a bunch of mixed CDs and stuff. But uh, let's, let's
0: listen to a second of it here. Yeah. Marty?
1: Mm, getting sleepy. This song just reminds me of being high in high school. Just like this would always it's be on. Just, this was on the Natural Born Killer soundtrack, and we played oh that. yeah. Con- we played that constantly my friend Scott's house where we would just get it destroyed. On
2: a, it's on a couple of soundtracks. So. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. Uh, Sweet Jane. I'm, I've confused Sweet Jane Sweet Cowboy, Cowboy Junkie. I just texted you about that last night with this song. But this was also. That's the same uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. They're best friends, those songs. Uh, <laughs> they hang out together a lot, they go to the mall together.
0: This song. Was uh, we used to play this in my first band because it was three chords and it was we could play for like 10 minutes and people liked it. What? So, what's your what's this? This was one of those things your sister got you into,
2: yeah, for sure. This, uh, such a
0: great song. The rest of the album was meh,
2: like the the pixies and uh, Mazzy Star and Nirvana, and that's all from my older sisters for sure. About 120 minutes (laughs) bands, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Did you get into just this song, or did were you like a Mazzy Star fan? No, they had I like a Mazzy up Star, but yeah, yeah, no, this was is the amazing. only
2: song I really kind of go back to now, I guess. But like, I, I think they're a great band.
0: Did you ever get into them, Marty?
1: Just all, all I know is this the song. song. And I, Flowers and I, in I told Paul, I said, "There's a, there's a version of this song live on YouTube, and it's." something else. Yeah. It's uh, it's I think I've seen She so just much. doesn't move at all. She just st- stands there. She's yeah. I mean, Hope Sandoval. So beautiful. Yeah. Fun
0: fact, about. she was dating the singer of Jesus and Mary Chain uh, when they first came out. That makes sense. That's how they got big. And they went on tour together or something. Um,
1: yeah. but yeah, this is just one of those songs where it's it reminds me of the summertime when it came yeah. out. It yeah. was like the summertime I was in junior high, or high ish. school, high schoolish. And I, it, this was like everywhere. This song was everywhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was, uh, couldn't escape it. And uh, Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's still, it's like, this This song could have come out today
2: and people I think would be like, that, okay. It's yeah. So good. Oh, for sure. I think there's like a million, like, 80s, 90s, like, ballad hits that I loved at a time, but, mm-hmm. like, they all, I forgot about all of yeah. them. But this one, like, still this is, stands out. I yeah. think it's, like, the best from that era, for sure. I can't
1: believe I got this confused with Sweet Jane. I mean, I, I can Sweet believe Jane,
0: it. Sweet Jane, probably junkies.
1: But, uh, yeah.
2: What's, uh,. Mockingbird by Grantley Buffalo, real similar tone.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was another uh, female vocalist remember. that time frame that had that soft sound. Oh, uh, later Nora Jones mm-hmm. was a little a little sure. later than that. Mm-hmm. Sure, but uh, Mazzy Star. I mean, there. Uh, this was a uh, my favorite song that you had on this album. First of all, when, when you created this this disc, I, I thought you were fucking with us. I, <laughs> I mean, what did you think, Marty? We were like, what is? Because cra- you're I mean, all over right the place. away the Crockett
1: theme song. I was just like, what we're figuring out is. <laughs> A lot of people have, you know, sort of songs that are much older than they would have been. You know, everybody's got a couple of classic rock songs. Um, And you, I mean, you definitely have some older, older songs. Uh, You got, (laughs) you got, you got a hip one in there too. But the, I mean, the Miami Vice song, I I was just like,
0: well, wait, what? And we were just talking about your, your uh, mixtape before, like this next song falls into that character. You're just saying that uh his older stuff. Yeah. I thought you were uh, messing around really? with Everywhere from Fleetwood Mac. This is <laughs> no. actually one of the most played songs. This song.
2: is probably my favorite song of all time. This is, is that right? such an yeah. upbeat
1: song? It's it's I think it's a perfect song. It's so fun. Uh I told perv- Paul, yeah. I don't I I'm not a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, mm-hmm. but I'm aware of obviously aware of a lot of their songs. Everywhere. And this is like you know, this is a song I wouldn't have bought on iTunes like back in the oh. day. Yeah. But I definitely <laughs> Enjoy it, and I think of all of the Fleetwood Mac songs, this is the one that I find the most like, yeah, but it, it's like it's just such a pleasant song, and kind of like a little like you're walking and kind of like, yeah, dooting around, like, oh, I,
2: right. I think the lyrics are beautiful. Uh, just the like her, her, the great thing about her is like her voice changes from song to song, and here it's just like fits the tone of the song perfectly. It's just like fun to listen to, and this and isn't I'm, even I'm, this
0: is Chrissy McBee, yeah, it's yeah. not even,
1: and I'm I'm noticing similar to your Miami Vice song and a song coming up, it's got that kind of like chill wave. This is a little like, this has got like kind of like a, uh, like it's got a kind of a fun yeah, summery light vibe to it. I like Uh,
2: it. The the background, I've always liked the song. And like when I was a kid, I hated Fleetwood Mac Mm because my parents would clean the house and they'd put on Fleetwood Mac (laughs) Uh, and Steely Dan uh, and James Taylor. So those songs trigger you instantly to be
1: like, yeah. Yeah, but I I love
2: them all now. I love all those bands now. But as a kid, I was just like, this is stupid. I want to listen to.
1: That's so funny. House cleaning music. DJ
2: Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, you know, like, why am I listening to this old people music?
1: They would crank it up. And right. you would have to clean. Does is, is that like bum you out when you hear that music, or no? i was still thinking about that. I stuff. just hate. Uh... The feeling of
2: putting on a full album and like cleaning the house like gives me like flashbacks. Yeah, I'm just like, you no, all had no, no. To, you
0: had to help or they were cleaning. the Um,
2: house? they would expect me to do something, but they would just be like having fun with it. And I'm like, oh, gross, you know, like that. I would never you're want like, to do that. Can a, we play
0: <laughs> some Crockett's theme? Is what what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. about?
2: what a white parents
1: <laughs> thing to do to play an album and fun it, clean the house oh, yeah. in fun. a fun Steely way. Dan, I know like every word. Of your those dad's Dan like Dan dipping your mom and stuff while <laughs> yeah. she while she has the duster and she's oh, yeah. like cleaning. Oh like
0: it's like a movie like cleaning Uncle bob Yeah. It's
1: just <laughs> yeah. such a fun, pleasant thing, but at D- the same time I could see it just being like, ugh. But uh, the,
2: what this song always makes me think of now is when I first started comedy, uh, one of my first friends I made was Joe McMahon who you guys both of you know. One, one of the best comics uh, in Chicago easily and uh, just like one of my best buddies, but when we first met, we barely knew each other. We went to an open mic at this girl's house who was a female comic, and she was just putting on a mic for, like, 15 people. People used to do that all the time when I started. It was so dumb.
0: But okay. they were
2: like, it would just turn into a party, you know? Yeah. So we, I went, and McMahon came. I think there was, like, a break in the mic, or the mic had just ended. And me and McMahon didn't really know each other. We also didn't really know anyone there. We new comics. And McMahon comes up to me and he goes, hey, you got one of those... Uh, Fancy smartphones, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you want to go out on the porch and maybe uh, smoke a cigarette? Listen to some Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, what? And I thought he was kidding. And he's like, come on, let's go. And I was like, all right. So we sat her and listened to like Fleetwood Mac for like an hour straight. Yeah. just me and him just played know. Rumors yeah. and hung out. Yeah, and it, it, I was like, "This is the I would have never thought to do this, but this is pretty nice." You yeah. know? And then when this song came out, and I was like, "This is my favorite one." He's like, "It's my favorite too." Yeah. Really? This we is like it. a, it's I
1: think not it's, not a real... it's one of my. I know it's not one of their big like biggest songs, but it's it's one of my.
0: It's I think it's their most pleasant song. Yeah. You know it's it's funny. Uh, you were talking about if you would have bought it or not. Like I, I "Rumors" is one of my favorite albums of all time, mm. and two of the songs on that album, "Go Your Own Way," obviously everyone knows that. But I, I like "Secondhand News" is my favorite Fleetwood Mac song of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's up there. But everywhere and and any of the Christy McVee songs is McVeigh McV. I don't know. McVeigh McVeigh was the guy who shot people up. That's Timothy yeah. McVeigh. Wrong or bomb people? My bad. <laughs> but. Um, but T-M- yeah, I was T-M- hoping B- we'd get into TMB B- as we call them <laughs> in the uh,
1: militia world.
0: Uh, but yeah, like I, this was not, I thought you were fucking with us. I was like, is he just making fun of Fleetwood <laughs> Mac? Cause yeah, because I'm it's always very... per on your brand to be like mocking, you know? I guess so. But you really like it. Bit of it, a sarcastic oh, guy it. there, Blake. With your sarcastic, sarcastic, yes, yeah. that would be the word. I,
1: I do... Uh, yeah, when I saw your list, it was very interesting. I don't know if, if I because I'm I'm always guessing kind of like what the people are gonna like what kind of music or whatever they're gonna yeah they're gonna bring in or whatever. But this is yeah because I know I, I I don't know why I thought there would be like way more like pitchfork type yeah. bands. I on thought it'd be Weezer. I think if I did this with you guys like
2: eight years ago, it probably would be because I worked for Chirp Radio mm-hmm. and like there's not like a real hipster vibe there, but it's just people that know everything about music. So at the time, I knew like every new band. Yeah, like what. What's the last concert you went to? Um, I haven't been to one in a while. I saw this band Hop Along at the Metro oh, earlier this year. Oh, so amazing. good. Yeah, her voice is incredible. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Um, Marty
0: I doesn't know. He's not hip I don't like us millennials. I'm
1: not going yeah. to act like I do.
2: I don't go to a lot of shows anymore because it's like in comedy, it's like if you have a night off, you want to just stay in. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. like if I'm if I'm not on the show, I want to just do anything but go out. Yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. I, I always want to go see if I. The one thing I miss with comedy Is I don't get to go see live shows as much. And you, yeah. you'll do you'll see a great like hop along, and I'm like, oh shit, I really want to go see that concert. But you're like, oh, I'm already got a show, so it's right. like a, you know what I
1: feel. Whenever I'm at a show, like I, the last uh, concert I went to, I saw the Alkaline Trio at the Metro. And it, when there's that downtime, it's like, just let me do stand-up. Mm-hmm. Like, you got a mic up there and a crowd is I know. just standing around. I think I, that too. I'll <laughs> do stand-up. <but> then, <laughs> it'll be great. Trust me. But
0: here's the thing. If you've ever done that spot as yeah. stand-up, you're like, oh, why, why did I agree to this? I, I don't
1: know, man. That's how I I'm started like, comedy. These people, these are my yeah. people. Let me do stand-up for them. You'd be like
2: Bobcat, Goldthwait with Nirvana. Yeah, they'll enjoy <laughs> it at the Metro. They'll yeah. enjoy it.
0: Didn't you do that one? Didn't I have you do one of the Shoeshine Boy shows where I had I had some comics that would do comedy in between yeah. our live music? And everyone that did it would be like, I'm never doing that again.
2: No, you got me booked to host a costume contest one time for Halloween.
0: Oh, is that right? Where <laughs> was that? weird
2: gig. Uh, Joe's on Weed Street, which was like, at the time, by far the biggest crowd i have ever performed to.
0: I might still that. be was there. Was I there? A thousand
2: people there, right?
0: Was I there? Or was no, one of no, those no. Things where I was like,
2: oh, I don't think do. you had, yeah. You <laughs> had <laughs> <some> <laughs> just send me the money. And then uh, the <laughs> guy was like, "You can do a couple jokes up top if you want." And I was like, "I don't want him." Yeah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> and the man. People screaming at me I, like s- trying, so, like,
0: but that's that's that. But you do you get through a show like that where, mm-hmm. you, like you said, you're an alkaline tree. You're like, Let me yeah. just, these are my people. You get up there and you, if you can last for three minutes, where you're not like, they don't start chanting the band during your set. You're fearless. I did a
1: I did a uh, comedy at a wrestling show uh, in Minneapolis one time, and I'm like the ring announcer. Guys like I'll go out for it. Just get them all the introductions, and then I'll bring you out. And I'm like, okay. And I was gonna I did it in the ring. Like there's an old Facebook photo, my old profile picture with me in a ring doing stand up. And it's jam packed, and the ring announcer goes out, and everyone's booing and booing. He's trying to say, "Oh fuck you, shut the fuck up, clap, clap, clap." And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then, uh, and then when I got in the ring, I was like, "Oh, they—that's ju- just the shtick. They boo him. They—they they weren't like so hostile. they're like, like, we just want wrestling. Get out of the ring.'" And I was like, "Oh." So how gonna- did you do? Great. It was fun. Not, I don't know. about Great. Uh, whatever. It was. That sounds. Gross. How long did you? That sounds. How long gross. did you do? I probably about like. 10 15 10 minutes, minutes? Or no way that's and it a was long just time I don't like buy it. but it just was like oh this is great this was so fun but yeah. i thought like oh they just want <laughs> you know but that's but it is like i said when i'm at a concert or anything like that and i just see that stage you and mean, it's, it's like, yeah. just like yeah. You know, I can go up, guys. Let me just do this.
0: <laughs> Did you watch the Conan not not allowed to be funny the tape where they he, they show him backstage at Bonner like, all right, you're gonna introduce the man. you have like 10 minutes, do what you want, and he just goes, Uh yeah, I'm doing two minutes yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. it. They're like, What do you mean? They're like, uh-uh. These guys came <laughs> here to see my morning jacket, I'm yeah. not gonna right. play.
1: You know how wild those my morning jacket were. Well, whatever band it
0: was. And actually, it doesn't matter. No one, if you're right about, you go, someone goes on stage and they think it's going to be the band and it's a guy looking like Blakey. Just ask Joan Jett. (laughs) Yeah, she got booed at the police concert. So, but yeah, like I I get that. But Hop Along is a great band, Marty. You should, uh, you should check that out. I almost
2: put a song of theirs on there, but I was like, I don't know. It's too new for me.
1: Okay, I, can't, I, can't go with that. I like here. I like kind of knowing about uh, a newer band and just kind of being like, "Yeah, I know who that is." Yeah, and people are like, "You know that?" Like, yeah,
0: I posted about them, and then a, a lot of comics were like, "How do you know them?" I'm like, "Come on, how do you know them? <laughs> you old piece of shit." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the yeah. sense I got. Yeah. You know them, bartender I what, yeah. Joe Loisel. I am like, now. You, you fuck with Hopalong? I'm like, I don't know what fuck means, but I enjoy. I'm music. now.
1: I just go in the back at shows. I yeah. just stand in the back. And look, music and shows? Look old yeah, yeah. I just hang
2: out with the, with the old. People. I like to go to the metro and uh, second level, yes. just right at the railing. That's the best. Oh, best really? Spot, yeah. Metro like your favorite that. place. Um, favorite venue to see music in the city of Chicago. Honestly, empty bottle. I think is empty my bottle. Ah. It's just like I've seen some great shows there. Who's some um, Who some good ones uh, you've uh, seen? Born at Ruffians bottle? was one of my favorite bands for okay. a while.
0: I don't know who they are. Um, Do you know who they are, Marty? No.
1: But I don't say anything.
0: Let's follow my lead, Paul. Follow I've seen a lot lead. of
1: just like local bands and stuff yeah. like that. I've seen some good ones. The Empty Fat Bottle. Fat Albert yeah. with the
0: PH. You see that?
1: Just kidding. Oh, that's your band, right? One of many. <laughs> yeah, Empty Bottle's a good
0: one. I like this one. It's pretty, pretty cracked, pretty loud. What do you like? What are your bands? Metro, number one. Really? Metro, yeah, that's the, it's one. up there. Metro's my favorite big one, yeah. I think. Number my one. favorite when it was here was Double Door, though. You, you, those Double Door was cool. The Double Door was cool. Though. She was still up there. Park West she for was a nice bigger show. Room. I like Park West uh, acoustics for like a more mellow show. Yeah, Rachel Yamagata I saw there was amazing. I saw the Eels there. you told this. It story. was wonderful. Yeah, yeah,
1: Um, yeah, I like it. I like a. I like a good. Uh, I like smaller shows. I don't like big giant, no. big giant shows. Great. Did you go to Lollapalooza this year? No,
2: Not I haven't enough. been in years. I when I worked for Chirp, I would go. I was their um, interview guy, so I would interview bands, and I was also their photo guy. We were pretty short staff back then, so. I got press passes to like everything so I was going to Lollapooza and Pitchfork every year any musicians addicted to you back in the day that you've never forgiven um there's meet... a band called Battles that like had oh, this yeah. amazing drummer and like they were kind of dicks.
0: You didn't get to meet your hero Jan Hammer to tell him how much <laughs> yeah. you enjoyed I Crockett's to meet theme. Jan.
1: <laughs> Do you celebrate Jan's uh, entire catalog? <laughs> I...
0: <laughs> Is it Jan? Do we know that it for has a fact? To be Jan, he's I'm German. pretty sure it's Jan.
1: He does.
2: Uh, <clears throat> I think he does the whole soundtrack for Miami Vice and a bunch of eighties. I thought you were about uh, to yes. say
0: he actually does. Like I thought you were going to be like <laughs> he did the Gilmore Girls too after that. <laughs> like, I was like I wouldn't <laughs> be
1: surprised. Oh, yeah. The '80s were very <laughs> nice to Jan.
0: <laughs> you know who then did a lot. Then Nirvana of... <laughs> came out, and I had to leave America. <laughs> the the dude from Devo does a lot of uh, yeah music for music supervision yeah. Mark and stuff. Pop. Mark yeah yeah, yeah. He did the Office, and all those he are his. Does songs. all
1: the Wes Anderson movies
0: yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. That could be a Jan. Isn't out there, People there's... have
1: second awesome careers, and we're still trying to get one good. Yeah, career Johnny gone. Greenwood. Yeah, it's
2: all. Yeah. What's wow. Johnny Greenwood doing? He does all the Paul Thomas Anderson scores. Oh really? There will be blood. uh, The master. uh, I
0: didn't know. Did you know that? Yeah.
2: Most recent one. (laughs) He keeps getting snubbed by the Oscars too. There will be blood. Should have won best score. Didn't he have some some bad
0: surgery for his arm or something for uh, from Mm -hmm. guitar? Oh, I don't know. Well, we're speaking of Radiohead. Uh, I thought there'd be Radiohead on this too. By the way, you you strike me as a guy who listens to. I love Radiohead, Radiohead,
2: but I feel like everyone does, and Mm -hmm. they're not
0: like um, pre Kid A or post uh i mean Radiohead
2: um i like the bends the best but i think i do too Same. i think in rainbows might be their most perfect album i Me think and the bends is the time.
0: greatest radiohead album yeah, it's awesome. it's better yeah. than ok computer i know a lot of people that's very controversial i think in
2: rainbows sort of like isn't like a cool answer but it's like there's there every song on that album is From perfect beginning to end. yeah i think that's the most like uh, fluid best album
1: of theirs nice mm-hmm. please tell us about your next song
0: uh, let me uh, pull this up because this was actually a good song, and uh, and it's. <laughs> Are
1: you saying his other songs weren't actually well, good songs? Uh,
0: <laughs> I was shocked that it was like this is where I was like, what is well, he, one of is the fun things about <laughs> this
1: podcast is getting to hear new music that I would not have normally listened to." Yeah, I don't know how I would have ever heard this. Oh yeah, this one,
0: Harvest and, uh, Moon by Poolside. Yeah, love this song. It's got a little Temp Impalo feel to it.
1: I was walking,
0: playing this song earlier today
1: feeling I knew it this one would just be really feeling it yeah uh this is cool too we did a little research this has um members of the rapture did you ever listen to the rapture yeah yeah no, i didn't even know that this has got some members of the rapture which is interesting kidding. definitely not the type of music you would think from Members of no. that group. Yeah,
2: that's. I never knew. And I like.
1: Daytime I like, disco. Yeah, it's qualified cool. as. It's kind of considered daytime disco or chill wave, which I love those definitions. Chill wave, I've definitions. heard. I, I've never heard daytime disco. I never have either, but I like that. It's great. It is, <laughs> it go, is a daytime It feels very comes up with daytime disco y.
0: <laughs> Marty, they also have members from, uh, from Tori and Moi and uh, Pharaohs. Nice. So this is like a super band, if you will. I feel like, like it's uh, only
2: like three guys in this band. That so that it was weird when I brought her up. There was just a picture of one one white Jeff dude. I thought Paradise, much about them to be Jeff honest. Jeff Paradise, Vito, you,
0: Rock of Forty. How'd you
1: hear about these guys?
2: Uh, so I back when I worked at Chirp, I had this buddy named Dylan, and we ran the. Um, it was called the Guest Department,
1: where mm-hmm. we would interview bands. Can, can you give me like a quick little, uh, can you give me a quick little like, hey, I'm Blake, we're in the guest department here with uh, Marty and Paul. <laughs> hey,
2: this is Blake Burker from the guest department. I don't know, what do you want me to do a promo for the yeah, guest Yeah, I, I just want you to take me back,
1: take me back to your Chirp Radio days.
2: Um, it would just be me interviewing, there, I think they're still on the website, I interviewed like Cut Copy. Like really I picture it would be like,
1: uh, uh, hey, what's up guys, welcome back to, the, what is it called again? the
2: chirp guest house, the chirp guest house. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it that. That was just what we called it inside. Oh, okay. I thought it'd be like
1: sponsored by monster energy. Yeah. We're here (laughs) at chilling in the guest department. It was like,
2: they've become a really like big successful radio station. But when I started, they were like very new and small scale. So like, it was just me and this guy, Dylan, and we would interview all the bands that we could interview, you know? And, um, So we also got free tickets to shows all the time. And he was like, hey, my new favorite band is this band Poolside. Do you want to go with me? They're playing at, um, I forget, the venue's right by Union Park, if you guys know, on Lake, I think, right by where Pitchfork is. Oh, Bottom Bottom Lounge. Lounge. Bottom Lounge, yeah. That's another great venue for shows. Um, And we would always get free tickets to that. So I went. I didn't know anything about Poolside. I knew, like, one song of theirs. And then I didn't know that they even covered this Neil Young song. Neil Young is, like, my favorite songwriter ever. Oh my probably. god. Yeah. This, Wait, is Harvest, this is
0: Harvest Moon. This is that
2: Harvest Moon. Yeah,
1: listen. Dude, that's probably why this like bing, bing, resonates bing. so yeah. much with me. Come a little... Oh yeah. 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 It unbelievable. Takes a yeah. Wait, so, where Blakey boy, you've blown my mind.
2: The chorus is coming
0: this up This is Harvest Moon. Well, I know the song. I didn't know it was Neil listen. Young.
2: It's like almost unrecognizable for yeah. like all the, but all then the once you know, ding, 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 ding. that's his guitar on, on the original. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It takes
1: oh. a minute.
0: Oh, I still don't, I still don't get it.
1: This is like one of those squiggly paintings. You have to like rest your eyes and then you'll see yeah the... I had the exact same experience. As oh, you
0: guys. wow.
2: Do they do a lot of covers? No, I don't think so.
1: Interesting.
0: So, when well, you were in concert, you were able to tell that it was Neil Young.
2: That it blew my mind because it was like, like exactly what you're going through now, where you're just like, I kind of hear it, but like I don't but, hear it. Oh, still I love it. Now uh, it makes and then so much when sense. the chorus hit, I was like, Holy shit, this is Harvest this is Moon. Harvest, and then I like it was just like one of my favorite concert moments ever. Oh. And um, so- I bought the album, and I love the album, but like this song has like lasted for probably ten years now. I've been obsessed with this song.
1: I would say more than it. More of the concerts I go to are either like harder rock or. Punk, Punk or ska. Mm-hmm. It's just this type of music just seems like weird to go to a concert to listen to because yeah, nobody's like they dancing. had more dancey stuff running around. around. Okay. Like they're, they're.
2: It's a similar vibe for their whole album. It's like just yeah. kind of like fun, like hey, it's, mellow music. It's daytime like, disco, baby. It gets dancier, so there were like a lot of like you know young people
1: uh, grooving yeah. around, swinging I, around. You know? Man, speaking of Bottom Lounge, I was heading to uh, a show a couple weeks ago, and I was in a Uber, and we were dropping somebody off at the Bottom Lounge, yeah. and the line there was a line around the corner, and. I just was seeing everybody. Everybody just looked so young. And as we were driving away, I'm just like, I'm just like, oh my god, I would have felt like such an old piece of shit at that concert. Yeah. Well, I know. What
0: concert was it? Do you have a friend? Grizz. Hmm. I don't know. Do you know? Do you remember when Bottom Lounge used to be on Belmont? It used to be on Belmont, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, right on the other side of Sheffield. So where Big City Tap is, if you keep going further. East, uh-huh. it was in that... Well, now it's uh, it's the rest of the uh, L-Stop. But back then, there was it was it that's mm-hmm. where Bottom Lounge used to be. And fun mm-hmm. fact, before it was called Bottom Lounge, it was called Lakeview Links, where oh, okay. their house band was Shushan Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes guy. back. So basically, me and Poolside do the same thing. And we covered Neil Young, too, just so you know. Sure, sure, sure. Follow our lead.
1: Uh, but yeah, this was a cool one. This is one that's going into Love the it. old uh, phone. It's going to stay there. Hell yeah. um, I will be listening to this. Again. They also... Oh sorry Paul No they
0: I, they also covered a bunch of other Oh good I can't wait. I
1: uh, I sent this to on this album or do they have other stuff? Uh
0: so they're known for uh covering David Byrne, Strange overturns which nice. I could I could see them oh, doing yeah. that. They've got a cover, uh well they got like their rapture, they did a, their own rapture uh What Rapture song? The In the Grace of Your Love. Okay. Black Sabbath, Planet Caravan. Um
2: I haven't heard any of these. When am
0: I going to make a living? Which is a Charday song and uh, a bunch of other bands I haven't heard of. But they, I guess they do a lot of these uh, disco. I like daytime it. disco remixes. Yep. They're like uh, they found their niche. Me too, and the or me first and the gimme Gimmies. Oh yeah, punk rock version. They're doing oh, daytime yeah. disco version of these songs. <laughs> daytime disco.
1: I said, yeah. I, I told Sarah, my girlfriend, I'm like, you're gonna love this song, and she's like, I'm yeah. so into this. Yeah, it's like, a this really good. Right vibe. up my alley. It's, Do you like Temp Impala,
0: a, too, then? Did you? I, I kind of felt it. Tame temp Impala? Oh, yeah, for sure. Temp, I saw
2: them at Metro a couple of years back.
0: Yeah. I kind of. I missed Lollapalooza this year. I know you guys laugh, but I've gone every year, and I, I was really bummed that I got, to, I got to miss it this year because I wanted to see Temp Impala and Childish Gambino. Those are like the two bands mm-hmm. I'd never seen live. But. Cool. Cool, Paul. Mm-hmm. Real cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now we're going to close it out. Speaking yeah. of cool. We are going to close
1: it out with a... Uh, this is... Yeah, I- it's funny that you play this song because we oh, run yeah. a show together, Blake and I, yeah. called Comedians You Should Know, <laughs> and this song is constantly playing after the show. We have like a little party in the room. We all hang out and drink, yeah. and this song is always playing. Uh, I think I've turned it off uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. multiple times when to put on. When I first on. started,
2: Marty would come over and just be like, uh, listen, Blake, I'm sorry, but we're not listening <laughs> to this. And it would be this or like any 80s song I play. You'd be yeah. Like, listen, always, no one
1: no one wants to hear Honestly, it. <laughs> I always think it's Jonah, not you, another guy who we do the show with. I didn't know this was yeah. one of your, your picks. Cool It Now uh, by
0: yeah. New Edition. There's a young Bobby Brown featured yeah. heavily yeah. here.
1: And uh, Bell, Bell, Bell Bib DeVoe, members yeah. of Bell Bib DeVoe. And um, the other guy, uh, Ralph Trasvent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was he in this? Yeah. Version, okay. yeah, because they replaced them, right?
2: And uh, this I don't know anything about new. <laughs> I only I know this and Candy Girl, and I and like Mr. Telephone. Well, how man. did they you get know- a bunch of? Good how songs. did you
0: get into this?
2: I just, I mean, everyone knows this song. I know, but
0: right? like, how did you find this? Is out my
2: favorite song when I was a kid, and then I think I forgot about it for years, and then. Uh, someone was playing at a bar on the jute box and I was just like that's my fucking there, song. There's and something And then it, I I would come up to it every yeah. time I'd go on stage oh, at Lafayette or fun. any anywhere they'd let me pick the opening USA song. You would say cool now? Oh for like 3 years straight. There's something
1: adorable about like little black kids singing on yeah. songs like that past that that song i just like oh, what, what was the other know, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah what I was the other love... band that was
0: like that there was another band well i mean gener- there were generation.
1: there was another bad creation who came Babies. after yeah, them. Yeah, that that yeah, was like the, was the next generation of. they were the openers uh, i don't know so michael bivens from bell biv devoe was Kind of like before P. Diddy, he was kind of like this producer, like super producer. And he had a couple, he had Boys to Men, right. and then he had um, Crisscross, uh, no, 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 no he had their <laughs> rivals, Another Bad Creation, uh, huh. ABC. So he had ABC that because at the end of that one song it goes
0: ABC, BBD, yeah,
1: the East Coast family, and uh, there was just these <laughs> oh cute little, but yeah, you never knew that. And it was so funny too, we always joke about how in that video. For uh, Motown Philly, they kind of talk about all these. Oh ba- yeah, and there's this group of white guys called Sudden Impact, and like you never heard anything <laughs> from Sudden Impact. They were like dorky looking white guys who were like, "Yeah, we're a hip hop group, oh, Sudden like Impact." It. But you never, you never got that Sudden Impact single uh, that was part of the uh, Michael Bivens Empire. <laughs> but yeah, they did a they did a, a reunion tour. Um, new edition yeah a yeah, while without ago without somebody
2: a lot, while ago like With, within the last five years right yeah because I remember being like come on I know
1: not the same. it's like well like, they don't do that they
0: had that special on TV right the new edition like the they did store, a movie. The movie they did a movie about oh, them yeah. on VH1 VH1 was that. doing those trashy
1: ass those movies. always than, make me sad when I watch like, yeah the music it was more than
0: one it was like biopics. a series right like it was a docu-series
1: I, I don't know but it was kind of like yeah and, and they had the like and you know how it turned out this is Bobby Brown dude I'm i am just watched recently. Bobby and Whitney make me so sad I was reading I a book it. and uh, they were mentioning I think it was uh, Your Favorite Band is Killing Me or something like that and they had mentioned there's this famous like Bobby Brown on the MTV Video Music Awards where as he's dancing his crack He's got a bag of crack and it falls out of his pocket and he has to dance to pick it up. And it's so obvious that it's a bag Uh, of it's a bag of Coke or something. Yeah. And as he's dancing around, it just pops out and he like slyly dances to pick it up. It's so awesome. So it was
0: the biopic miniseries, the new edition story on BET. Yeah. And the guy I was thinking of was Vince Gill. He when Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. Vince Gill came in 87. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the original on this one, Cool It Now, was the original lineup with Bobby Brown and Ralph Trezvant. Trezvant,
1: yeah. Because he had a song called, You Need a
0: Man with Sensitivity,
1: (laughs) a man like me. I I was a big fan of that song back in the day when I was in my my hip-hop and R&B phase. Yeah.
0: They had uh, Earth Angel was on the soundtrack of Karate Kid Part 2, their version of it. And they had uh, the Night Song on Knight Rider. Earth Uh, Angel,
2: like the... From the 60s mm-hmm. They Back did the a future? cover
0: of it They recorded it uh, oh, okay. In 1986 And it was really on the that. The Karate Kid Part 2 Nice I would think that would be up your alley You like fighting shit Marty. I do
1: love Action movies
0: Yeah <laughs> So yeah, I don't I never liked them. I never got into New Edition. And no. uh those this was like you were saying about your sister and you, like everyone in my grade was listening to like New Edition and Michael Jackson. I'm like oh, I'm going to be cool and listen to the Police and Yeah. Foreigner. Yeah. What was it was there ever <laughs> was there <laughs> ever a band yeah.
1: that everybody else was into and you're just like I'm just I don't I'm not feeling this?
2: Um, I can't even pretend. You know, I there's probably like four Pearl Jam songs I love mm-hmm. and the rest I think sounds like shit. Yeah. That, like sounds like just like someone like trying to hurt my I ears I feel the exact same way about Pearl really? Jam Where there's that's there's, rare. There's, Most there's... people love it. Especially nah. around Chicago. They're like yeah. beloved. Here.
1: Nah, there's a handful of songs I love mm-hmm. and and or I like and then and then there's just other ones where I'm just like, ugh, I don't even need to fucking
0: hear
2: the song. Pretty much again. all the radio songs I hate. And then there's like the live versions of like I don't even know the names.
0: Unplugged. Well, they did the Unplug for. Ver- I was a huge Pearl Jam fan in high school. That they were my favorite band. Pearl Jam Ten came out, and I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. And back then, this is before internet, so like. I joined the fan club. That's how you got more yeah. bootlegs mm-hmm. and stuff. And they only had one fucking album. But now, like you said, I, a song of theirs comes on and I can't. It just it grinds my ears. I yeah. can't. I wasn't to a fan it. of oh, Eddie
1: Vedder's. And then I saw that documentary, that Pearl Jam twenty documentary, and I, it made me. I, I, I changed. My, it changed my opinion. On you
2: it. like him now? I think he's a cool guy. I, you know
1: what? I I thought it yeah. was all kind of like an act, and every, like you know, and, but but the documentary, you watch it, and you're just like, all right, I'm gonna. He's, oh, yeah. they're good
0: I, I like what they do i think they do a lot of good for music but mm-hmm. i just like i think another guest of ours on another episode said it's like there was I've, it was so overplayed for so long that it's like i've heard enough for a lifetime yeah mm-hmm. and you
1: constantly hear those handful of their big hit songs but
0: i was back then uh i when it was like pearl jam and nirvana was the big thing in the in the, in the mid 90s and i was a pearl jam guy i didn't like nirvana as much
1: there's an interesting again that book is your favorite band is killing me he talks about musical feuds and the one was Nirvana and Pearl Jam and he kind of made it seem like it was like we, we I don't know why on this podcast we always bring up Blur and Oasis, Oasis and how there's yeah. like you got to oh, yeah. like one or the other back in the day and I think that's how it was and he, he, the, the author talks about it in that book it was like you were either Nirvana or Pearl Jam and when when Cobain would talk shit about Pearl Jam in these article in the and interviews and stuff like that
0: they were like the sellout band. Nirvana was like too cool for school. Yeah, he
1: was kind of just like, oh, you're gonna like Pearl Jam, like, ooh, that's what you're gonna do. And they always talk about like how they made up and stuff. And yeah. and then he just went back to talking shit about him. It's, <laughs> it's pretty interesting.
0: I was in Seattle recently doing shows, and I, I, I will send you pictures. I went to Nirvana's house, and I went to all the stuff. But everything there now is Soundgarden. It's all Chris Cornell. Everywhere you go, there's a bunch of uh really? He, he kind of like. Well, you're the last to die,
1: yeah, or the most recent. You get all the right attention, maybe. I don't right. know. Right,
0: but he also was like credited with so bringing that sound. See,
1: Pearl Jam's my band where I'm just like everybody was so into it. and I was always just like I, I just I'm not I'm not into yeah. it at yeah. all.
0: But people people romanticize about Nirvana so much now, and I know we have an upcoming guest who's like it's his favorite band and life changing whatnot, but. At the time, who is it? Can you say uh, Joe Kilgallon? you know, yeah. Joe's yeah. love of God. There's times I old, he's Him he and I get also a...
1: runs our show with us. Yeah. There's it's times, times us where he DJs, and it's just like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I know you love yeah. these songs, but like, yeah. you can't play. like. It's funny, none of us could get along On what's I know. I'm like, <laughs> you're playing like
2: in utero deep cuts, yeah. I'm like, Jonah come on, man Jonah just runs the music entirely now, which I like, yeah, I know, yeah, keeps us, yeah, keeps the rest of us But you
0: got, you don't, I don't know how old you were, Blake, when that came out, but and Marty, you and I have talked about this before, at that time. The most popular bands were, I mean, Nirvana was huge, but Counting Crows was just as big.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There was like now they're and Hootie and the Blowfish, the more affable, the more accessible sort of like alt
2: bands. (laughs) You know, I I was I was real young, but I remember loving Counting Crows, and then like. It was like Nirvana's cool, and I'm like, all right, I like Nirvana, but like I really didn't. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, still, I yeah. still like the kind of. I yeah. kind of like that. And then that when still. Blues Traveler came out just after that, I was like, this is my favorite band, but I'm not going to tell
1: anybody. <laughs> yeah, I remember. All, listen, it was a, it was all those bands were all played on the same radio station mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah,
1: Q101. I, yeah, and I just felt like every once in a while, it's like you just needed a palate cleanser of Hook when yeah. it was just like Pearl Jam. Nirvana, Soundgarden. You're just like, okay, we get it. And then all of a sudden you get this happy, like, and you're like, yeah, this is great. I like this.
0: Harmonica. (laughs) I needed this
1: to cleanse the palate of just like, (laughs) I love it. It's
0: great.
2: Yeah. I wonder if that guy just uh, John Popper. is. Yeah, I, just, I think if he just kept his head in the game, he could have gone on to be one of the no, biggest rock stars a shit. of all time. Uh, he I just, just did a show like, with him. People made fun of him. And you just did what? I did a show.
0: We did. I was uh, doing comedy at a festival. And uh, he was right before I was starting right when he was done. No. So kidding. we had to wait for him to end. And there was some problem with his mic. On the harmonica, is he mic- real
2: like slim now? From- he's got slimmer,
0: the surgery, but he's got health conditions. But he oh, looks—he okay. doesn't look super. But it's healthy. the same guitarist, dude. And uh, my fr- my best friend—that's uh, still one of his favorite bands that we made dude, fun of him.
1: Listen, I'm telling you, we we <laughs> on our on, on uh, my my podcast that with my girlfriend Marty and Sarah I love wrestling, we had this moment of the uh, and I, I read a, a article about this as well. The Onion did a real cool article about it, but the song, the hook. Is just about Knocking, how it's just there's it's so great how it's just like hey I'm gonna do this thing in the song and you're gonna like it yeah. and it's all just trickery and every band does it and here it comes I'm gonna show you and then He's it's letting them behind the wall yeah and yeah. and then the video makes go. more sense like as an adult seeing it now I'm like oh this is genius He's fun and um yeah I think it, it's but- uh, and she didn't know because she we we're watching it. And I don't know how it came up. And she, cause she loves Jason. She grew up loving Jason Mraz. And he did like a guest <laughs> on one of his songs live. And he's like, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Popper. And I said something. And she goes, I go, yeah, it's so wild how like John Popper, like when he first and she's like, Wait who? I go, That's John Popper, that's John Popper? I go, Yeah, who did you think was on that Jason Moran? She goes, I just thought it was some dude and he I never heard guest- from him ever
0: again. <laughs> he would do guest harmonica for on uh, all these other. I mean, artists. He had a
1: moment where he was playing it was like it's almost like how like certain rappers now are on everybody's songs. Like back in the that day was John Popper. John Popper yeah. was like guest <laughs> harmonica on everybody's and, songs. And the thing is is I,
0: I do I that that second album of theirs before the hook song. I forgot what it was called, like travelers and thieves or something weird like that it was actually really good the deep songs like sweet pain and they were like these long nine minute drawn out songs but like you can't listen to them like it just didn't you grow out of them but mm. there are people and at this festival that he was playing at there were a bunch of people like my age and older that were just going nuts for every song for and they were like yeah. playing three o'clock it was like a Lollapalooza in arizona and my buddy, I just remember, I have it on my Instagram story. We're on the side of the st- – because we got VIP, so we got to see it on the stage. And I look at my friend. He's like six seven, and he's like, it's like the best day of his life. I'm like, this is Blues Traveler. He's, like, hey, man. That's, 20 that's, years that's later.
1: That's some people's Pearl Jams or Nirvanas. Yeah. Sure.
0: It's so bad. But, yeah, I mean, the the truth is they're a really talented band, and he's really good. And the bassist and guitar. one of the members died, but – yeah, it's it's just yeah, funny. That- I
1: saw because we were like obsessed with this hook song, and we were like, "Oh yeah, it's so genius." And then I was like in a YouTube sort of rabbit hole, and I was playing, and it there was some like uh, he he played. They were in like a, a bus or something. It was some like or in a van. It was some like the little van tour or something. I don't know. They were doing some, and they played run around in this little van, and. Clearly, it's like oh, they've played this song eight million times, so now they yeah. kind of have to make it a little different. It was great. It was just like yeah. oh yeah, this
0: is cool. Do you remember the Horde Festival? That yeah, were part of that touring fest, which was amazing. Black Crows. Uh, it was big like atop we're not quite. Doctors. Yeah,
1: we're not quite Grateful Dead, but we're yeah. like almost. That <laughs> was like the, when there was the Lilith Fair. The Horde yeah. tour It was like that was when like tour like giant concerts, Lollapalooza were all the all the rage. Yeah,
0: 1992. Uh, Fish was involved in that briefly, I yeah. guess. Um, but yeah, the the their their dude died in 1999 one of the founding members mm-hmm. Brian Sheehan or Bobby Sheehan yeah uh but uh yeah. <laughs> Who knew this would become a blues traveler
2: love fest? I know. I didn't even <laughs> <laughs> Well I don't think <laughs> it put the Hook on. Here. So
0: Travelers and Thieves was nineteen ninety one. That album was really good. Their first album was uh, But anyway was their big hit in nineteen yeah. oh, yeah. ninety. That yeah. was on it was the probably uh, before your time. Kingpin right? Kingpin soundtrack. Yeah.
2: They, yeah. they close out the movie Kingpin. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: They, and they were yeah, they're dressed as like uh the, the Amish, Amish guys. The Amish yeah. Guys. Yep. yeah. Man, that's Save a great his soul. Movie. And then uh, four was the one you're talking about. 1994 is one had the hook. I think, uh, Uh, hooked in. Man, you would be surprised. They have an album. Hurry up and hang around. Last year, sure, yeah, (laughs) sure. I'll check that out. We should have him as a guest on our show. Just you know she'll just shit on us all the time. Like, really you know, weird. you guys laugh, but that album made me six million dollars. Man. How many listeners do you He's have on your podcast has probably right now, Paul?
1: Have such a nice life. John Popper has probably had the nicest life ever. He was
0: actually really nice. So he was in his uh golf cart. He was golfed around backstage, and my friend, I'm like, Don't go up there, don't do anything. He goes, I just want to tell him you know how much it me, means, means, means a lot to me, man. And he was really nice to my friend. Yeah. Like, I think they took a selfie.
1: Yeah. Your friend turned around, he did the jerk off symbol and then- just <laughs> Was whisked away in his golf cart.
0: <laughs> Throws away the camera. Do you have um, any
1: concerts or anything coming up that you want to see?
2: Um, I'm gonna, my girlfriend's favorite band is this band Whitney. Is Chicago she into like band? the coolest bands? Whitney is Not awesome. Really. No? Yeah, Whitney's great. I would think From your Chicago. girlfriend would be into like the. She's into cool the like bands. old music. She loves oh, okay. like Jimi Hendrix and oh, like okay. uh, old souls. Like when I we, saw Poolside, I thought
1: she was like. Blakey boy, listen to poolside.
2: No, I turned her on to Poolside. Oh, yeah. very nice. She's got. We have like real similar. T- she's quite a bit younger than me, but we have like the same taste in like seventies and sixties music. Yeah, like she's kind of an old soul too. Yeah. So. Whitney
0: has an old soul feel to him too. They're oh, for a really sure. Good band. Uh, the guy's got the most amazing s- voice. Harmony singing, singer, drummer, falsetto. Whoa, yeah. he, if the drums
2: are right like front front I love stage that. center and their live setup it's the weirdest Like, yeah. I've, I've never ever seen, ever seen
0: them live but I really really like their I have remember cool videos too. as a kid I took her on
2: Valentine's Day and I'm gonna take her again uh, they're coming up
1: December I think yeah. it's I remember as a kid seeing Phil Collins singing and drumming and I was like can you do that
2: is yeah. it allowed
1: it's in, so impressive to
0: it really up. is it's like, hard could, yeah. it really is it's hard to to play any instrument really especially bass and sing Oh, That's yeah. the hardest. Sting does it. I was a backup
2: singer in my band, and have, every time I was just like, all right, "It's hard." Like, yeah, da, da, yeah.
0: I could only. I remember when I had to sing it when I was playing bass. I had to be using a pick. I could do it when I'm oh, yeah. pick, pick. It's like, almost like guitar strumming, but yeah,
2: I do. I was a pick or two on the bass. Yeah, and just for a live show, it's like makes it a little
0: it's fun. cleaner, but you can't feel it like. But you're you can see. Your there's
2: old videos of us do, and you could see the look on my face when I have to sing the
1: bass. <laughs> so it's not cool looking at all.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. And the
2: songs when I don't have to do it, I'm like jumping
1: around. That's me act, trying done. to act in any audition. I'm always like, <laughs> "When is it my turn? When is it my turn? When is it... It's my turn!" And then it's not my turn. It's not my turn. It's not. It's my turn. That's I'm the worst actor. <laughs>
0: Um, Blake, where can people find out more about you and uh, your upcoming uh, stuff?
2: Um, Blake Burkhard Comedy on Instagram. I try to post more on there. I'm bad at promoting my own show. Can
0: you but, um, is there? Can you put a video of you playing in a band in case people want to see it? What I'll
2: try put? to find one. Yeah, sure. I'll Name the band my, again? I'll throw it on my Instagram. Sidecar Static was my Sidecar band. Sidecar Static.
0: Man. It's funny. I didn't even know that because uh, I was doing your show where you host at the comedy bar on mm-hmm. Mondays, which is a great show, Marty. You should do it. And Marty was like, no. I was like, it's such a good show, Marty was shitting I didn't
2: sit. Not true. <laughs> no, it's
0: not true. I'm just. Fucking I love Blake, but um, but I did the show and I was doing a new joke about opening for a band, and then you told me that mm-hmm. you were in a band. I didn't know that. And yeah, because I always talk about being in band I, on stage.
2: If I didn't start stand up, I imagine I probably still would be in one way or another. But I felt like I couldn't do both, and I and then I was just loving the feeling of just showing up myself, not and, having to yeah. run on yeah. other people. You never want and to not, wanna not bring the, the bass on my stage. You never
0: want to
1: bring <laughs> no. the bass on stage. And do I a don't. A little,
2: once I, I still play guitar, but once I quit that band, I don't think I've picked up a bass since because it's just like yeah. you can't play by yourself. Yeah.
0: You joke about that, but uh, before the end of the year, I'm going to bring my guitar on stage again. Oh. I did it. I did oh. it. Were you there that one time I did it at Laugh Factory? And I heard and, about uh, it. I got so much shit for it. I heard <laughs> about Your it. Your buddy Jonah. Did Drake. you sing a
2: comedy song?
0: Uh, no, I did a bit with me like tuning the guitar, and then just I did a the the my uh, my the punchline was on the guitar. But uh See, I, I'm Jonah went on Blake. stage right after me <laughs> yeah. and shit on his whole 10 minutes was talking. About I'm him. I'm <laughs> picturing
1: Blake doing a set uh, <laughs> and, and like when you hit your punchline, you have the bass and you're just like, Bow, wow, wow, <laughs> like just a nice, a nice little Honestly, that could, fat bass. Yeah, yeah, man. I think it, it would work be, if yeah.
0: you had a harmonica. I think if you did like a John oh, Popper, oh, he could oh. do stand up. He's a funny guy. Sure. <laughs> sure. Right.
1: No, I believe it. He was always, he was always <laughs> one of my favorite guests when he was on Howard Stern back in the day. Really? <laughs> John Popper was great on Howard Stern. Yeah,
0: I feel now great.
2: he like, yells at people for picking on him on Twitter and stuff like that. Does he? Yeah.
0: It's always so weird. to a like, people
2: are like, you're a washed up loser. And he's like, no, actually, I'm not.
1: I'm worth $8
0: million. Oh, and, like, no. and it's like, what? Well, you look
1: worse. John, don't do Just
0: that. Just ignore it. This kid's
1: like in high school. Popper, if you're listening, don't do that. <laughs> Come on our podcast. Don't do that. I want to hear his
0: What if all his songs were his hits? Like, there's, there's certain people I get tape. like
1: I get bummed out that they're-
2: You know it would be a good tour is- uh, Blues Traveler and Smash Mouth together. I feel like now hey, they have the same
0: like listen. ironic. They have the same ironic. basically I think Smash Mouth is garbage. Blues Traveler is actually good. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Have I told the story on the podcast about how I saw Smash Mouth? Oh, <laughs> this was back in the day. Close I, us out with it. I saw Smash Mouth open for. Um, uh, Sugar Ray at the Metro. Oh, you
0: did tell this story, but go ahead, say it again, dude. Smash so Mouth. Good. They couldn't.
1: Sugar Ray couldn't follow Smash Mouth, <laughs> and they even like in comedy we've said like how like if you can't follow somebody, you keep bringing their setup. Like when you're up there and you're like. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like yeah, guess you guys liked how Blake talked about that. I also <laughs> will talk about that, uh, even though you would rather have Blake up here again. But uh, that was Smash Mouth. It was so fun. They just uh, wiped. They wiped Sugar Ray with the, and Sugar Ray <laughs> knew it. And they're like, "Guess you guys would rather have Smash Mouth come back here." I was like, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> if you're listening, Sugar Ray, we will have you on the podcast. Give us your <laughs> no. Songs. I actually won't. I saw. A,
1: a, I saw an old video <laughs> with that Mark McGrath. This was like when Mark they were McGrath, when they yes. were on Top of the World. He was leaving some like Mark. bar in L. A. Oh yeah, and uh, the, uh, some, they were like paparazzi, and they're like. Hey, Going on, and a guy just was like, What's up, Sugar Ray? and he goes, That's not my fucking name, man. And he was like, Gonna punch the dude. He's like, <laughs> Such a piece of shit. So, for that, Mark McGrath, you are banned from this podcast.
0: You can no longer do make and sugar
1: mile. And you, you seen the famous and, and you couldn't, couldn't sugar gay. It's like a teenage no
2: sugar gay. And he goes, Who called me sugar oh, gay? I love it, <laughs> it's like a love
0: kid. it, <laughs> hate that guy,
1: yeah, hate him.
0: We all have our foes. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to another edition of Make Us a Mixtape. We stayed right on track for most of that. Sure. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe, uh, review us, like us, become our sponsors, listen to our sponsors, and uh, email us if you didn't like what we said. Uh, Sugar Ray. We will rec- we will re- welcome your emails. No, you are you are not welcome emails to even, allowed. no, don't even
1: email us. But Jan Hammer, if you're out there, <laughs> yeah. you want to do a new theme song for us for this podcast, <laughs> we'd love to talk. Yes. We'd love to talk, Jan. <laughs> uh, be a bunch of Jan heads over here. A <laughs> bunch of Hammerheads. That's what, that's what we call ourselves.
0: PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Blake, for doing the podcast. Thank you. It was fun. Hammerheads unite.